Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast. You are here for episode number 230. Now, I am recording Sunday morning because yesterday, Saturday evening, I had a few things that I wanted to get done before midnight because just had to get them done. And unfortunately, they went a little bit after midnight, and by the time I was done with everything, it was time for bed. So here I am recording Sunday morning, but that's okay because we're flexible at the Presence Podcast. I don't like doing it this way, but it happens sometimes. So yesterday, Saturday, I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul opened to be mindful of the presence of God. And yesterday, it was something that I have talked about before on the podcast before. I haven't talked about it for a while since, well, June mostly into July. And if you are a regular listener and you're thinking about, hmm, what happened during June and July? Well, really June, but also into July, I guess. Um, Mid-June. What happened this year in mid-June to July? There is really only one answer, and that would be the World Cup. Now, I have said before, um, again, if you're a regular listener, you'll know this, that I am a huge soccer fan. And I have to say that it has really been mostly a huge World Cup fan, that during the non-World Cup periods, which are the three and, you know, three and years and 11 months that um, the World Cup is not happening, I haven't really followed that much soccer. Um, we have an MLS team here in Columbus for now. We, they may be moving. It's a very sad thing, but um, there's some, a lot of people want them to stay. And I haven't really followed them that closely. Also, we have the Ohio State um, men and women soccer teams who have both been successful and haven't followed them that much either. But this year, I decided... Things are going to be different. I really love the World Cup. And it really inspired in me or reminded me, I guess, of how much I love soccer. And, you know, I, I just a little background here. I was one of those kids in 1976. That's when I was six years old. There you go. There's my age. Um, I played for our church soccer team. Now, this was in Houston, Texas. It's where I grew up. And um, it wasn't all Catholic churches in the league because we did have a, a church called Grace and there was um, our rival. We were St. Cyril of Alexandria and uh, we wore these horrible, horrible orange uniforms. And our big rival was a United Methodist church called Chapelwood, which is a, a great name. I'm not sure where that came from, but they were our, they were our nemesis. We, if we were the uh, Boston Red Sox, they were the New York Yankees for us. But I played, and my dad coached. I remember him out there coaching, which um, was a very special and important and meaningful way of being, of service. I mean, service to me, but also service to um, the teams. And it was a pretty organized, pretty involved, pretty extensive league for 1976 and, um, you know, Houston, Texas. And um, that's really how I was shaped and how I was formed. And I, I played baseball and basketball growing up, but didn't really stick with either of those. More baseball than basketball, but I, I think I stopped playing baseball in fifth or sixth grade when it got you know more and more competitive. Um, but soccer was always the thing that I stayed with. And I haven't really 
again, like I said, followed it a lot. Um, I haven't really played. I played a little indoor soccer a while back, years back now, actually. But um, haven't played adult soccer. Um, and um, like I said, when the World Cup comes around, that's when I really focus on the sport. This year, though, things are different. As I was saying, I just fell in love with the World Cup and enjoying watching the games and following them and thinking, now, wait a second, I can do this year round. There are European leagues. There are um, all sorts of other soccer that with the internet now and with streaming um, and apps, all things that I do enjoy um, using, I have decided that I am going to follow and we'll see once school starts and life gets pretty busy. We'll see how much I'm able to do it. But I will be able to follow English Premier Soccer, the EPL, or I should say English Premier Football, the English Premier League. And um, yesterday was the second uh, Saturday of their season. Um, they call them match days. They number their match days. So yesterday was match day two. And um, last week um, was their opening week. And I, I was watching some of it on um, an app that I had. And, and that was pretty good to be able to, to actually watch the games on my phone. That was pretty awesome. But that was going to cost me $25 a month, actually closer to 30 And that's not something I want to pay. But I did find that for yesterday, listening to it, streaming audio um, was pretty good. You know, soccer is not the best game audio-wise, but just listening to the um, English accents, hearing the roar of the crowd and the songs, and knowing that I can go, like I did this morning, to YouTube and see the highlights of any of the matches that I listened to, I figured that was going to be a good compromise. Now, I'm using, I don't always like to product place here, but Tune It In Radio is what I use. And uh, it's only $10 a month. And actually, this week is free. So I get to try it before I buy it. And um, I think that's going to be a good solution. So yesterday, I got up fairly early for a Saturday morning and put on my headphones and listened to two different soccer games, football games. Um, and I, um, and then actually NBC, which I can get on our cableless television, get it through the antenna. I, um, watched their game, big game, Chelsea versus Arsenal. Even if you're not an English premier, um, league fan, you probably have heard of one or both of those teams and exciting game, exciting game. Watch the first half in which there were four goals. Each team scored twice. So that was pretty exciting. Got to watch that for free on my old-fashioned, well, the TV isn't old-fashioned, it's, you know, high-definition flat screen, but using it the old-fashioned way, using a, um, using an antenna, actually. So that was pretty exciting. And I am seeing a pattern. This morning I got up and there was a game, couple games on, listened to them when it was halftime. I um, watched some of the highlights from yesterday while I was eating breakfast and I'm seeing a pretty good pattern settling in here. And um, I'm looking forward to that. Now, you might ask, where is God in the midst of this? Well, if you heard me say any of the World Cup ones talking about soccer as the beautiful game and, and how I think it is such a free-flowing, really anybody-can-play kind of sport, um, you kind of know where I might be going with this. And that's all true. And I would say that a sport categorically that unites the world like soccer does, like football does, 
is revelatory, revealing the presence of God. Because again, God is all about connection. You know, Jesus's prayer fundamentally at the Last Supper, in John's gospel anyway, prays that they all may be one. Now, who is the they? Is that just his followers? Or is that just Christians? Or is that all of God's creation? And not just humans, but all of God's creation. And I, I think it's the latter. And I think, um, you know, God wants, God created all as one. And sin, fundamentally, is the breaking down of that, separating that, forgetting that, eliminating that. And um, I think soccer, football, international football, more than anything else, perhaps, um, even maybe the UN, quite frankly, um, especially when the World Cup comes around, unifies the world. That the excitement and the thrill and the fact that you can go anywhere in the world except maybe the United States and see on street corners and open lots and fields and all sorts of places, young people and old people, older people playing football. And I think it is inherently that a revelation of God in that way. Now, specifically for me with the English Premier League, why am I doing that now is, you know, I am getting frustrated with the United States. And boy, if I listen to the news and I follow politics like I, I have before, and I certainly um, do enjoy doing that, it just makes me crazy. And I know that I have a responsibility as a citizen to be involved, and I have been involved and probably will be involved again. I haven't been to a rally in quite a while, and there may be some on the horizon. Certainly vote. Um, November 6th is going to be huge this year with the midterm elections. And um, so that will be – that is circled on my calendar. I've got countdown apps running to that. But listening to it on a day-to-day -day basis – in the news articles or in podcasts or watching it, it just makes me crazy because it's just one thing after another. And I, I just continue to say, how long are we going to let this go on? So I've decided for my own sanity and quite frankly, enjoyment, because that's just not enjoyable being crazy like that. Um, I have decided that I'm going to detach from that. And when you give something up, oftentimes it is helpful to replace it, at least temporarily, with something else. And soccer, football, English premiere is that for me. And again, it helps me to see something more global as the United States is becoming more and more inwardly focused, um, outwardly aggressive to the global world um, through trade wars and through scoldings of allies. I think for me, right now, focusing on something bigger, the global reach and the different leagues um, of soccer, of football, is going to be a good thing for me and an enjoyable thing for me and, quite frankly, a healthy thing for me. So Saturday mornings and Sunday mornings and even tomorrow, I guess, the English Premier does sort of a, a Monday night um, football thing, 3 o'clock Eastern time for us. There's a game on that I will stream. I'll be at school tomorrow probably working on my classroom around three o'clock and I'll be streaming that and listening and enjoying that, I'm sure. And um, again, experiencing through that um, sport, through that game, the enjoyment, the ple presence of God. 
So for you, the questions today are, um, as we move into the fall and new sports are starting in, the, in our consciousness and um, sports are going to be entering an intense period, baseball playoffs are not that far uh, in the future. Um, how about you in sport? Is sport following sports, listening or watching sports? Is that something that reveals the presence of God to you? And if so, what does it reveal? And how do you experience God in the midst of sport, either watching or attending or playing, whatever it might be? How is God present through sport for you? As always, thank you so much for listening. Blessings and peace.